The Productive Woman, Episode 159. and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan, and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thanks for joining me. In this episode, we're going to talk about some things we can do now in the fall to prepare for the upcoming holidays. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 159. During the late fall and into winter, there are a lot of holidays that are important to a lot of people. You know, Thanksgiving in the United States, some people even make a big deal out of Halloween at the end of October, Christmas, Hanukkah, all those holidays during that season that are special and important to a lot of people. Now, let me start by saying I am not one who starts celebrating the holidays early. We, I don't put Christmas decorations up. I don't start playing Christmas music even until December 1st. And so I, and it sort of bugs me that the stores start their Christmas displays sometime before Halloween. Um, one of our community members from Australia in response to a post I put in, in the community Facebook group about this upcoming episode, Joanne from Australia shared a photo of a store Christmas display in early September. And my daughter would disagree with me. My oldest daughter loves Christmas and she's, she's thinks it's never too early, but I think that's too early. But anyway, Nevertheless, there are a lot of holidays that we care about, that we uh, enjoy celebrating with family and friends, but holidays can also be a stressful time. So I thought I would look at some things we can do now, just some little things that we can do now early on to uh, help make the holidays a little bit less stressful and more joyful. Um, you know, we want to make the holidays special, whatever holidays you celebrate. If you're like me, if you're like a lot of people, we want to make it special. And there are lots of events that get added to the calendar. There are parties and house guests and school and church programs and just all kinds of things going on that can add to, uh, while they can be fun, they still can add to the stress level. For some of us, like me, I'm a real estate lawyer by day. And the last month or two of the year are very, very busy for me and my clients. So that it's just a stressful time. And, and I will admit that often in the past, uh, the holidays have just kind of gotten away from me and I haven't had time to shop or do any of those things. And so uh, I, it turns out I'm not alone. One article I read said that in a recent Healthline survey, and they linked to it, 65% of Gen Xers reported feeling stressed during the holidays. Baby boomers came in second at 62%. That's my generation. While 61% of millennials said they felt the weight of the holiday rush. This is from an article called Keep Calm and Holiday On, How to Plan for the Holidays Year Round. And I'll have a link for this in the show notes because it was a really interesting article. According to uh, another article... Um, and I want to say this is, um, oh yeah, this is one from CanadianLiving.com on how to tackle the top four sources of holiday stress. Another excellent article that I'll link to. Um, according to that, 
uh, there was a survey that was done that said overall 65% of people surveyed said the, that the financial strain associated with gift purchases is the most stressful part of the holidays. For a lot of people, that's the big one. Um, uh, The other three top sources of holiday stress are feeling overwhelmed and overbooked, family conflict, and feeling sad when everyone else is cheerful. And that uh, article from Canadian Living had some great suggestions for dealing with uh, those last two, the family conflict one and the feeling sad because, you know, not everybody's happy all the time during the holidays. Um, For some people, there are sad memories associated with it, whatever. So there's some good, good uh, resources in that article. And again, I'll have a link for that in the show notes. Anyway, those are the big sources of stress during the holiday, Um, financial strain, overwhelmed and overbooked, family conflict, and just emotional issues. And so what are some things we can do now, early on? Um, I'm recording this in September. You'll be hearing it at the end of September. So maybe it's time, there are some things we can do now to kind of get out in front of the holidays and make the season itself a little bit less stressful. And so I came up with 10, 10 ideas or 10 things we can do. Uh, and then I, I kind of went out and did some research and got some ideas from the community and from some other experts that I thought I'd share. So number one is plan ahead. Obviously, we talk about that all the time on the show. But, but in this case, maybe this weekend, maybe today, whenever you can find a little bit of time, sit down with a cup of something you enjoy and a notebook or your computer and your calendar and just do a mind dump of all the things you usually do or need to do or want to do during the holidays. And I'm talking about, you know, like from mid-October through the end of the year. Um, Just everything you can think of that is usually part of that holiday season for you, whether it's family traditions you like to follow through on, um, events that you need to attend or want to participate in, people you want to give gifts to, food or gifts you want to make, meals you're going to um, serve, parties you're going to go to, all that kind of stuff. Just do a complete mind dump. Spend some time writing down everything you can. Now, when you've done that, first step then is to take a look at that and, and think about, all right, how realistic is that list? There are lots of things that we we want to do, things that we think we need to do or we ought to do. Um, But when you get it all in front of you, how realistic really is it? Keeping in mind your daily commitments, the stage of life you're in, you know, if you've got small children or a family member that you're caring for, elderly or ill, um, or a full-time job or whatever your day-to-day commitments are. Look, how realistic is it that you're going to be able to do all these things that you've come up with on this list? What could you cut from that list and still have the kind of holiday season you want to have? What can you move around or change now to set yourself up to have the time and energy you need to do the things you actually want to do? Um, you know, really take a realistic and serious look at your calendar and your commitments. Think about what kind of holiday season you want to have and um, and kind of plan accordingly. One blog that I read that I thought was pretty cool, um, and this is a blog called Retro Housewife Goes Green. 
she suggests, and I'm quoting here, set up a holiday planner. And she has links to all this stuff. So I'll link to her article. You can go there. She's got suggestions for um, for ho- different kinds of holiday planners. She says you can either add to your current planner or have a, a planner just for the holidays. She does a bit of both. She says the bulk of it will be in what she calls a DIY holiday planner, but she has some things in her regular happy planner as well. And she uh, has a link to various holiday planners that you can purchase. So uh, that's that's an idea. You know, if you have a bullet journal, maybe you just want to add it in there. Or you might want to get a separate notebook. It depends on how elaborate your plans are, how many things you have to do. But the point is, start thinking now. Spend a little time uh, to get out in front of it. Plan ahead. Think about what you want to do. Be intentional about it and realistic, and start um, creating a place to put all your plans for the holidays. So that's number one, plan ahead. Number two, develop a budget for the holidays. We can do that now. Think about it now before you get into the, you know, the hustle of the uh, holiday season. And it might help you to resist the urge to overspend as the holidays get closer if you make a decision now, you know, you've made this list of the people you want to give gifts to. Um, all right, how much money are you willing or prepared to set aside for the holidays? Uh, think about that now, make that decision now, talk with your spouse, you know, whatever you need to do, but come up with a budget. Um, if, if the budget is an issue as it is, you know, for a lot of people that one, one survey said 65% of the people, uh, that that they surveyed said the the financial strain of gift giving is the most stressful part of the holidays for them. So again, let's get out in front of that now. If you know that your budget's tight, take some steps. Talk to extended family about skipping gifts entirely and just having a you know a family night or a party together or something. Or about giving gifts only to the the small children in the family. Or about drawing names and then. Uh, you know, so that every each person buys a gift for one person. And I would suggest if you do that, maybe agree on a cap on the amount of each gift. Because, you know, it is the thought that counts in, in many ways. It shouldn't be about the expense that you went to. It's about being really thoughtful. And sometimes if you kind of put some constraints on what you'll spend, it, it uh, pushes you to be a little more creative about coming up with something that's really meaningful to the recipient. Uh, I think it, it's, if you're going to, in your extended family, draw names, setting a cap is a good idea. So nobody ends up feeling embarrassed because somebody else in the family gave a more extravagant gift than they did. So that's one thing. Um, there was an article uh, in uh, on a, a website called Choose to Save, and there was an article on planning ahead for the holidays that had some great ideas for developing a budget. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on that, but I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. I encourage you to check that out. So that's number two is develop a budget for the holidays. That's something we can do now to prepare. Then that leads right into number three, which is shop ahead. Start now if you have time. Doing the the steps above are going to help. If you've brainstormed that list, if you've um, set your budget, 
If you have the list of the people you want to give gifts to, maybe you've brainstormed some ideas of gifts for each, you're going to have it top of mind when you're out and you can be watching for those perfect gifts and watching for sales on the things you want to give. Um, One survey I read said that 21% of consumers start buying holiday gifts by Halloween with another 9% starting as early as Labor Day. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not in either one of those, but it's something I want to think about this year to plan ahead a little bit instead of waiting for the last minute. Honestly, I I will confess because of the way my law practice has been in years past with December being such a very, very just incredibly busy time for me. A lot of times my husband has done the bulk of the Christmas shopping for our family this year. I'd like to be a little more involved, Um, but Labor Day's passed and I haven't started yet. Um, So anyway, there are some great ideas um, in some of the articles that I'm going to link to. Also in the, um, uh, I think I mentioned that I put out a a question in the Facebook, or I mean in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group for ideas for things we can do to prepare. And a couple people threw out ideas. Erica said, we have small kids. We do Christmas layaway early so we won't get tempted to use credit cards closer to Christmas Day. And I thought that was a great idea. So if you find things that are perfect, um, if and if you shop at stores that do Christmas layaway, you can get those things set aside now um, and, you know, make the payments on them, you know, however your your store's layaway program is set up. But you, you've already chosen the gifts, you've done it within your budget, and you won't be as tempted to use credit cards. So I really like that idea. Um, Allison also is a big fan of budgeting. She says, one thing we did do this year was budget. And she's already bought all her Christmas presents. So, wow, Allison, I'm impressed. She said they're wrapped and in the closet. So she's going to have an awesome, relaxed Christmas shopping season. She said she's never done that before this year, but it feels pretty nice to know that presents are bought and paid, and our only expenses now will be any events or charity gifts. thought that was great. Georgie also said she tries to buy gifts way ahead of time. She said, and I thought this was interesting, um, that she focuses on going to small markets and so on, and and so local stores and and local um, gift options rather than going to department stores. And you can certainly do that more easily if you plan ahead and start early. If you wait till the last minute, you're going to go to the big department stores along with everybody else. Uh, because they're they're you know they have everything, but it's harder to find those really unique and special gifts if you shop that way. Um, you know, no criticism if that's what you do. Because as I said, what shopping I've done in the past, that's how I've done it. But I'm trying to to get in front of it this year. So we're um, planning ahead. We're developing a budget. We're shopping ahead. And now number four is um, coming back home. Start decluttering now. Cluttered space contributes to anxiety and to a lack of focus, and decluttered space helps us with feeling more relaxed. Plus, if you can start decluttering now, you're going to make space for all the new stuff that invariably comes into the house during the holidays. So starting now, um, you can start cleaning out your refrigerator and pantry well before it's time to do the holiday cooking to make space for the food you're going to bring in um, to cook those holiday meals. 
uh, consider maybe look using this time to kind of go through your pantry, pull out non-perishables that you probably wouldn't use that uh, that are still good, but um, they're just not something you're going to use, and maybe consider donating donating those to a food pantry or a shelter. Uh, so cleaning those out the food areas, declutter your kids' rooms, find things that they can discard or donate, donate, maybe um, start a new holiday tradition of choosing a few of their gently used toys to donate to a shelter. Um, There are, you know, shelters where women and children who've been the victims of abuse go to be safe. And there are kids there that maybe would enjoy, you know, not the ratty old toys, but something that your child has used, has, has loved, and doesn't use anymore, but that's still in good condition. That might be a way to clear out some space, let somebody else benefit from that. And, you know, get the kids involved in that, reminding them that, you know, with holidays coming, more stuff's coming in, let's make some space and let somebody else enjoy these things that they're not using. Um, Declutter and refresh uh, any of your uh, a bathroom, your guest bathroom, anything that might be used by guests during the holiday parties. Or if you have a guest room where family members might be coming to stay, now might be a good time to get ahead of decluttering and refreshing, cleaning, um, getting that ready to go for guests. Declutter your master bedroom. Make it a refuge for you during that busy holiday season. That space that you can go to that's peaceful and quiet and kind of a a refuge from the craziness. Uh, Clean out your coat closet to make space for guest coats if you're having company, either overnight guests, you know, house guests or a party, to make space to hang up those coats. Go through your coat closet now and, um, you know, donate anything that's not being used, discard things that shouldn't be used. Um, so that's something to claim to consider. And then clean out a closet or a space where you can put these gifts that you're shopping ahead for. Maybe create a gift wrapping station or a, or a gift wrapping closet where you put gifts as you bring them in, wrapping paper, tape, start assembling all that stuff and get it put into a space where uh, as you buy gifts and you, and you get ready to start doing wrapping, you have it all there. So those are some things to think about in terms of decluttering, something we can do now um, in preparation for the holiday season. Number five would be to start thinking about cooking or baking ahead. If you think about holiday meals ahead of time, um, are there any dishes or treats that you traditionally serve for any of the holidays from Halloween on uh, that could be made ahead and frozen? Could you consider maybe doing some baking or cooking now to have things that you could have in the freezer to pull out, to take to a party, to serve if you have unexpected guests drop by during the holiday season? Um, Allison mentioned this as well in, in her comments in the Facebook group. She said, I've always heard the idea to bake up a bunch of treats in advance and freeze them like loaf cakes and cookies and pies for easy access for last minute guests and parties and things. She says she's never done it, but she thinks she might this year. My oldest daughter, um, I mentioned before, she loves Christmas and I think she starts celebrating Christmas probably any minute now. Um, Every year she does a whole bunch of baking and puts together real pretty boxes filled with homemade treats. And that's one of the most eagerly anticipated Christmas gifts in our family because she's a a great baker and um, 
puts all sorts of goodies together. But you could start doing some of that now, you know, if you choose things that can be frozen. Uh, so that's number five, cook or, or bake ahead. You can start doing that now as you have time. Number six, consider making your reservations now for holiday travel. This came, this idea, I love this idea, and it came from Emma in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. She says she buys all of the holiday travel in August or September so she can get nonstop flights, which is essential for her because um, she's got little kids that she has to travel with. So whenever possible uh, to get those nonstop flights. I love this idea. You can maybe get better deals if you buy them the, your tickets earlier. And it's one more thing you can cross off the list if you've looked ahead and you know where you're going to be traveling and when and that sort of thing. So that's number six. Um, consider now making reservations for your holiday travel. Number seven, plan some fun events for yourself and for your family. Um, And I love this idea, too. A couple different people suggested this. Allison in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group said one thing that she hopes to do in the next month is plan some fun holiday activities or outings. She's going to check all the surrounding areas and compile a list of festivals, parades, attractions that they can all enjoy, enjoy together to really get the most out of the season. I thought that was a neat idea. Um, Ariana, Ariana, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, uh, had a similar idea. She said in November, she makes a little Christmas time bucket, Christmas time bucket list of fun things they want to do or places they want to go. And she gave examples like go to a tree lighting ceremony, go ice skating, watch certain movies, have a sugar cookie decorating night, etc. So she can start now to make that list consult the kids, get them involved and your, and your husband. Um, and she says, we schedule the must do's. So, you know, those things that they know they want to do. If your community has a special tree lighting ceremony on the town square or something, get that on the calendar. And then she says they leave the rest as a list they can refer to, uh, during the holiday season when they've got some leisure time that they want to come up with something fun to do together. So I love that idea. That was number seven. Number eight, get a jump on your Christmas cards or your Christmas letter. If you like to send out a Christmas card with a family photo, why wait until it snows? You could take a photo now in, you know, fall weather or fall scenery or whatever. Um, Get that photo taken now. Uh, assemble or update addresses and even begin addressing the cards so that um, it's not a last minute kind of thing. If that's something you want to do, Shannon said she starts her Christmas cards in October because otherwise she'd never get them done. And I'm kind of the same way. Number nine, um, make it meaningful. So be intentional about keeping your priorities in mind. Joyce had a thought about this that, you know, in response to the question about what can we do now to prepare for the holidays, she says, deciding what's really important, especially as the kids get older. She says, I was shocked to discover that making a Christmas bun tree the way my mom did with me is important to my 30-year-old. So talk to your family about um, what holiday traditions are important to them and really give some thought to how you're going to celebrate the holidays this year. 
remember what's important to you and your family. A meaningful holiday. This is Retro Housewife Goes Green said this. A meaningful holiday is what's really important. Sit down with your family and talk about what you liked the year before and what you didn't and start planning the ways that you'll make the holidays memorable and meaningful. And I think that's great advice. And we can do that now ahead of time. While there's once we've identified what's important, uh, there's still time to do something about it. And finally, number 10, um, this is something we can do now. And it sort of falls under some of the other categories in terms of planning ahead. But number 10, that I put on the list is to make personal time and self-care a priority, even during the holiday season. So as you are thinking about the holidays, and this goes clear back to number one, where we talked about, you know, the the planning ahead part of it, really think about uh, what's important to you and what you need during that time, what you and your family need. Look at that list that you, when you did your mind dump of all the things that you might do or could do or usually do, really look at it. And and, uh, one article said, one writer that I I was reading said, if something on the list, whether it's hosting a holiday party or sending out cards or or buying gifts for extended family, if if something on the list is stressful for you in a not happy way, try to simplify or eliminate it. You can do these things if you're thinking ahead. And that's why I think it's such a great idea for all of us to start now thinking about it. Not, you know, not spending all our time, but give a little thought to it now so we can plan to manage expectations. If there's something that we've always historically done, but we've decided, you know, we're not going to do it this year, you, you then then we can now start to manage expectations of the others in our family or the whoever might be involved in that uh, to let them know we're going to do things a little different this year. Dropping a bomb on them at the last minute um, probably won't go over, over as well as maybe starting to talk about some of these things now. And while you're planning for activities, look at your calendar and plan some time to take care of yourself. Whether it's, you know, scheduling now a manicure or to get your hair done. And let me just say, you know, in in, in terms of self-care, my hairdresser, uh, when I was in to see her a couple weeks ago, she got my appointment scheduled through the end of the year because her holiday season is booking solid already. And a lot of hairdressers and manicurists and all those sorts of people, uh, their schedules get very full. So we can get on their their schedule now to make sure that if you want to, you know, get your hair done for a party or if you want to get your nails done just because it's relaxing or whatever kinds of things you find fun, get that on the calendar as well. So those are some 10 things that I thought of. So it's just a, a look I guess an early look at a few things that we can do now to make the coming holiday season less stressful. I want to say thanks to Erica, Allison, Georgie, Emma, Ariana, Shannon, Joyce, and Joanne for sharing some tips in the the Productive Woman Facebook group. Uh, I would love to hear your tips as well, because I think maybe we'll do another episode in a few weeks addressing the holiday routines and traditions that we follow. I had an email from a listener who I don't think knew I was working on this episode. 
um, who is asking, said, basically would love to hear the community's ideas. And here's what, what uh, Krista said. She says, hi, Laura, just a suggestion. I would love to hear on the podcast, like in detail, how you use your productivity tools and skills for Christmas gift giving, cooking, planning, etc. I have Adult children, four, and one four-year-old grandchild. The kids are in their 20s and 30s, and we have done lots of different things over the years with themes, games, movie night, etc. But I would like to not have to figure out something different every each year. I would love to know how you and other productive women manage the holidays. I thought that's a great question. So I'm putting this out to you in the community, and I'm going to mention it in the Facebook group as well. But not all of you who listen to this show are in the Facebook group, and you are missing out on some great conversations there, by the way. What about you? Do you do anything now to prepare for the winter holidays? Do you have any uh, tips on using your productivity tools to make the holidays special, how you manage the holidays for yourself and your family. Um, I would love it if you would share your tips about preparation or about your planning tools and holiday traditions for Krista and for the rest of us. So please speak up and share. You can share your questions or your thoughts about this episode and these topics in the comment section of the show notes, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash 159, or post a comment or question in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. And I'll have links to all of that in the show notes. If you want to share your thoughts with me privately, I'm always happy to hear from you. So you can email your questions comments or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Or if you'd like to be part of the kind of holiday productivity planning traditions episode, you could leave a voice message, either go on the website at theproductivewoman.com or on the Facebook page, not in the group, but on the Facebook page there in both of those places, there's a button that you can click on from your phone or your computer and leave a voice message. Um, just say, you know, this is, this is Susie from Georgia, or this is Jeanette from Paris. And, uh, I, to, to make our holidays special and without losing my mind, here's what I do. You know, just a quick tip of something special that you do or a way that you manage the holidays for your family. Keep If you do a voice message, uh, keep it for under two minutes if you can, and I'll try to see if I can play those on the show. Uh, otherwise, you can, of course, email them to me. I think that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. I, um, as always, am so grateful to you for spending your time with me to listen. I hope you found something in this episode that's helpful to you. I look forward to hearing your tips, your ideas, and your suggestions. And I definitely look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself. And go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.